Welcome to the Daily Recall Show. I'm your host, Vasily, and in this episode, I'll talk about a simple principle that technical systems develop upon, which could have helped you to invent a multi-billion dollar industry that is flourishing right now in China. Okay, so I will start with a simple story that all of you are probably aware of. So when the man flight was first originally invented, and I mean not the aerostat thing, but the plane, right? By the Wright brothers. When the man flight was first originally invented, those airplanes, they had these wheels, these chassis, right? They had these wheels that they used to get up to speed and then to fly. And let's, let's suppose that an airplane is a technical system, okay? Just to give you an idea of the principle that I'm talking about. And these chassis, these wheels that they had, were really hard in terms of they, that they did not change their state by any means, okay? And when the airplane industry later grew and a plane as a technical object developed towards more and more of its ideal state, they figured out that they actually did not need these chassis all the time, right? Because when the airplane flies, there is uh, this force from, from the air. And if you have kind of this chassis go like this, if you hide them when you fly, you basically can fly faster. And that is why they decided to uh, make this chassis removable, temporarily removable during the flight. And that is a perfect example of the principle that I want to share with you today, which is called the dynamization principle. So the principle suggests that all technical systems that develop towards their ideal state of formless function, they, when, they, when they come through the stages of their development, they actually become more dynamic, okay? So they come from being really hard, like those airplanes of old times, that had these wheels that you could not move by any means towards being more dynamic where the wheels, the chassis hide than the wings. I don't know if you noticed this, but when you are, when the airplane are lands or, or takes off, you have these parts of wings that move, right? So that's the dynamization principle in action as well. And are airplanes that people use in wars, those really fast ones, they even have parts of their wings dynamic. So that's an example from the, from the air, air industry, right? And let's just take this principle and try to solve a problem using this principle. And the problem I want to think to you and with you about is called the sports catamaran problem. So a catamaran is like a boat which has two tubes filled in with air, okay? And there is a tiny little thing that kind of connects the two where the guy sits who moves this catamaran towards the finish line. And the problem with those, with, with those catamarans was that they were really kind of unstable, okay? And when you turn that thing around and when you fall into the waters, it's really hard to turn it back on onto the right side because you have to create the force, the impulse enough or with enough force to turn the thing. So that was a really uh, painful experience. And therefore, they invited a guy to solve this problem. 
And the guy's approach was basically not to like uh, do anything with the catamaran itself, right? But, by, but, by, but to make this thing, the connector that connects those two tubes dynamic, okay? So before that, it was hard, it was static, it was just a piece of metal or a piece of wood and you could not change it and was not movable, okay? And he actually made this thing extendable. Like a good example would be the fishing rope that you probably have seen. It's kind of like a telescopic one, okay? So he basically did the same thing. And that actually allowed to have the enough space to meet the requirements of a sports catamaran when it was in the right position and flowing towards the finish line. And when the guy kind of fall or falls from that catamaran, it allowed to just push a tiny little button and then that thing would basically reduce in its length and the guy could easily turn this thing around, turn this catamaran around and get back on and make it, make it stable again. So that was a brilliant solution using this dynamization principle. Another example of the principle is the chair that, I, that I'm sitting on right now, okay? So this chair, I can actually go up a little bit and I can go down whenever I want. And another example would be the computer desk that you probably have seen, which can change its height, okay? So by knowing this principle, let's come to the really fun part. By knowing this principle, you can actually predict the direction where the development of any technical system will go. So any technical system will start becoming more and more dynamic towards or when it's moving towards its ideal state of formless function. And a good example of that would be the flourishing and blooming industry of construction right now in China. So in China, they've got really like many people, right? No offense to any Chinese people who are watching me, but a lot more than in my country, okay? So the problem is that you have to kind of saddle all these people somewhere, right? And that's why they build this basically huge cities, which looks, uh, which look like the ants' house, right? There are so many people there, and the the the, the problem is that there is are not enough space and too many people, and that is why they make these apartments really small, okay? And if you think through this, before in the in the like stone age, our apartments in the first technical state for our apartments, they were really hard and really not dynamic by any means, okay? You could not like change the rock that you live in. But what people are doing right now and where the industry is going, and if you know the dynamic dynamization principle, you can apply this, it's going to become more movable and more dynamic, okay? So the logic behind this thinking is that I've got this thing like a bed in my apartment, which I only use for seven to eight hours or maybe nine hours or maybe during the day for some other reasons. But nevertheless, I only use it for a limited amount of time during the day, but it's present and it's like taking so much space, right? So if you think through this problem through the dynamization principle, the apartment of the future is where its parts are dynamic, okay? And that is the, basically the trend that's going on right now. And it was so easy to predict if people knew this principle and used it in their lives. So to sum up, if you're thinking about any technical system, an apartment, a chair, a table, a catamaran, maybe even your iPhone, which is what Samsung did right now with this 
are phones that flip and flop, right? Any technical system will develop towards becoming more dynamic and having more movable components that are a little bit more dispersed, which is the thing that I'm going to talk to you about tomorrow. Thanks for watching and see you later.